all my life I thought the podcast was a tragedy. But now I realize... It's a comedy. You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I don't see anyone else around, so you must be talking to me. This podcast is a comedy. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you happy with that? Are you happy with that one? Uh, Everyone outside and in between. Welcome Welcome back. back. Yes, yes, yes. My name is Sam Banigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Sam, how are you doing? I am doing good. I'm in BC visiting my mom, and my grandma. Ooh. Uh, I'm getting my cats back. They're somewhere around. Ooh. My cat might pop up during the podcast. I hope so. I hope I Yeah, hear me too. Meow. Yeah. Um, I just got a new phone. Things are doing all right. Awesome. Yeah. How are you? I'm awful. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> bud. This is a rough week. Is it because um, this movie is bad? No, I was going to say. That I had two highlights of this week. One, I saw a Corgi in a backpack, and that was great. And the uh-huh. other one was seeing Todd Phillips' Joker 2019. Oh. We're doing oh. it. We're talking about it. Yeah, um, we are. It's happening. Yeah, this I is mean, it. It's one of those things that you could already tell, but Sam, what'd you think? What's up? Uh, like Cliff Notes? Cliff Notes version, I think there's a couple interesting things that are happening, like, filmmaking-wise in the movie. Um, and actor-wise, I guess. Um, but I think it is a very mediocre film um, trying to be a great film. And besides that point, it is a very irresponsible and dangerous film to uh, have put out in October of 2019. What did you think, Andrew? Well, much like Joker and Batman, uh, let's hop over to that other side of the coin. Um, That's two-faced. This movie, uh, you got me. You got me, man. <laughs> man, you caught me in that riddle, though. <laughs> oh! I'm going to go put on a penguin suit. I, um, I ruined it. I'm sorry. Uh, condiment King. Um, the um, the, owl, the owl one. Court of Owls. I'm a nerd. <laughs> because I'm a nerd, yeah. I, I have a big red... I have a red hood <laughs> on. <laughs> I loved... Martha! Sorry. 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 What did I say? What did I say? Sorry. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize immediately. I knew that that was too far, and I apologize immediately. I. You're fine. I love this movie. Um, I think it's like every other, like every movie ever made ever. Of course, it's not perfect, but um, I think, hey, uh, I have to not congratulate. What's the word? 
give like condol not condolences no <laughs> like props props yeah props uh i have to give props to warner brothers for allowing this movie to get made um now i know my that's Scooby fair Doo script uh it actually could happen my hard rated <laughs> r scooby-doo script and yes folks that's not a joke uh see you in 2030 um it's going to take you 11 years to make that movie? All right, cool. 2028. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I'm on the other side of you, I think this might be one of the most important movies to have out in 2019. I think it's, I can say this for sure, it's not for everyone. I think this movie is truly remarkably great, but it is not for everyone. It does make you, you walk out not feeling, you know, great. But I think the questions that it asks are very important. And a lot, a lot of people need to hear. Um, But yeah. So before we even go into those topics, before we get into that real stuff, what'd you think about this cast? Let's hop into it. Um... It's all white boys. Uh, it's um, uh, I disagree. <laughs> it's like fashion. it's all white boys, and then Zazzy Beats is in like two scenes. I mean, like there's Tyrese Henry. There's, there's in one scene. There's the therapist. There is the also. In I can tell scene, from basically from this guy right here. Spoilers! Spoilers out the gate. Um, this movie does have things to spoil. We're gonna be loose lipped. Uh, so yeah, if you do want to see this movie. If you're if you've already clicked on the podcast, you've seen the movie. I, I don't. Actually, to go on this point, and something that has honestly made me very upset over this past week, like truly no joke. Um, if you click this, you probably already made up your mind on how you feel about this movie because that's how we look at art in 2019. But hey, um, so so on that, I went in give... super trepidatious. I went in like like really unsure but i was like fully open like if this movie is good it's good like i'm yes. i'll be okay with it being good like i i will i might not die on the hill but i'll i'll fight on it <laughs> um and then it just was bad uh, uh yeah you can put like tombstone on that hill yeah i'm sure you can yeah um <laughs> right next to martha see look at this look at this folks I'm i thought we were making in. goofs are we not allowed to make goofs <laughs> Your... Sorry, all serious podcast. All serious, exactly. All serious, no, no goofs. No. Take the jokes. comedy tag off of us on iTunes exactly. for this one. Take it off. Take it all off. serious all the time, baby. Oh, that was another goof. Oh no. But uh, yes, I. Yeah, before we even talk about that, because I do have things to say, but I want to get okay. the technical stuff out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, got you. Uh, yes, the cast. This movie really does hinge on one performance, what you're going to lose point. But, uh, yeah, Zazie Beats, great for what she's there. Um, everyone, everyone, there's not a bad performance in this movie, uh, in my opinion. The mother's good. Uh, I don't Thomas think anyone's bad. I don't think everyone's great. But no one's bad. I mean, Zazie Beats is amazing, always. But she's not in the movie. She's barely in the movie. Are you there? Uh, Sam, if you hear me. You're frozen. You Andrew. Just completely froze. If I could I turn back Facebook time. Like us, so I'm just going to recall you. Oh, you, wait, you're No, back. you're back. 
awesome. So hey oh hey look. yeah you were frozen yeah I sang a song while you were gone <laughs> really <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fun hearing I was just like ah oh, man we're gone but um <laughs> we're out uh Brian Tyrese Henry I really like but he's in a scene uh so I wanted more of him Mark Maron. Mark Maron is also in half a scene, and I wanted more of him. He's in the background in the next scene. Yeah. Um, the mom I thought was like fine. I wasn't like, holy shit, she's so good. Um, same goes for Thomas Wayne. Thought he was so fine. Um. Yeah, the only people to really talk about, I would say, are are uh, Robert De Niro. Um, who was a late night host? Yeah, and did that good. Yeah, there was nothing special going on. Again, I don't think anyone's. I mean, talking about these actors, I don't think anyone's going to get nominated for an Oscar. But I, they filled their purpose for this for the major story. Which yeah, uh, works like Robert. Perfect. I feel like Robert De Niro was holding in his juices for Irishman. Uh, let's. He was like, ah, I gotta, I gotta save up my acting juice. I have to say. It was the weirdest thing hearing Robert De Niro say Gotham. I was just like, <laughs> what world am I in? What, what is this? It was like, all right, tonight in Gotham. And I was just like, he's not what? talking about New York. He means yeah. Gotham. Gotham yeah. City. Um, I will say that their transition between the stuff that they shot in Chicago and the stuff that they shot in New York was really well done. Yeah. I could never really tell. Like I was like, I think that's New York, and then it would cut, and it's like, oh, that's Chicago. What's happening? Where where are we at? Um, so I thought that was good. Christopher um, Nolan isn't even that great at that because even watching yeah. the Dark Knight trilogy, you're like, oh, New York, oh, Chicago, uh, Pittsburgh, yeah. okay, yeah, like it's like okay, um, but yeah, uh, let's let's talk about him. Walking, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> I'm Joaquin here. Hilarious. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, one of the most interesting actors of our time. Love him. Uh, he picks very good roles for the most part. Uh, and he always... Like, he's an actor that commits to whatever he's doing, even if it's bad. Yeah. He commits to it. But um, what's a bad and he's rare, And he's rarely bad. Like, yeah. he's very rarely bad. I would say it's sometimes like scenes in movies that he's more like this scene doesn't work the way you're doing it. But like that scene in the master is like just insane. Oh, with him slapping himself. Yeah. That's yeah. the interview scene is so good. Yeah. Um, my mom's got to pour a drink. Hold on. Don't make that face. <laughs> that's a bad <laughs> face to make. <laughs> um, <laughs> You can we're uh, we're paused for a brief moment <laughs> while you do this. Well, no, because you were gonna make noise, and then I didn't want to have to listen to it while I was editing. Well, I have to listen to it, but I wanted to cut it out. Hey, Brent. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, you had a point. It sometimes. Yeah, he's very. He's a very interesting. Scenes. Yeah, isolated scenes I think don't always work, but overall his performances usually stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, and her is like, it's all Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson, and that's that entire movie, and it's yeah. fucking great. So, um, yeah. 
So what I've... did you think of him in this? Uh, he was good. Um, his I here's what I'll say. Despite my feelings on the rest of the movie, I think his Joker is once he, once he's actually Joker at the end of the movie. I think he's much that's a more interesting character than Arthur Fleck. most than Arthur Fleck or Jared Leto. Um, like the like, I think I think when he is the Joker at the end of this film. I think he is up there with Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill as like the the best. Yeah. And everyone else sort of falls to the wayside. But the movie, he is so very little amount of time he is the Joker that I wanted more of that. Okay. Stuff at the end. Okay. Um, Yeah. And I have lots of thoughts about all that stuff, but we'll get into that. Uh, I have a funny feeling that you think that he should be the best actor at the Oscars this year. I mean, like, I haven't seen it. Who knows? Apparently, Adam Sandler's a revelation. Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard I've heard Uncut Jams is supposed to be fucking amazing. And I love and Good I'm like, Time. Yeah, I don't like Adam Sandler, but I'm still, like, interesting. Yeah, so who knows? But a nomination? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've... My sister has always said this about Joaquin Phoenix. He, his energy, his presence, his presence is like a, like a rushing river. From a distance, it's so calm. Like, think of his performance in Her. It's so yeah. calm, it's so melancholy. But yet, he can do the master. And it's, you walk closer to that river and you're like, oh, if I hop in, I could die. Yeah. <laughs> it could be over. And I think for a guy who has nothing, again, I bet there's a movie out there where he's not too hot, but who pretty much consistently kills every performance he has, mm-hmm. he topped himself with this movie, in my opinion. I think it he, he used that rushing river to his benefit, that even when he's quiet, solemn, Arthur Fleck, but you can still see behind his eyes or he's not okay. Um, I, yeah, this, I think this performance is unbelievable. Listen, Dark Knight meant a lot to me. We have an entire We podcast. did a whole podcast about it. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can say he's better than Heath. Uh, but he's, he's not. good. He's good. He's not better than Heath Ledger. He's good, though. He's good. He's not better than Heath Ledger. He's good. I don't know if... My thing is, I just know... I'm like... It's like Spider-Man 3. Am I biased? Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but he's... I think he is a force in this movie. And yeah. Loved it. Um... But let's get into the real star. The real star. Mr. Todd Phillips. Timothy Phillips. Not Timothy, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Todrick Phillips. Todrick Phillips. Uh, Toddenham. Toddingham. Philip. Philippines. Philippines. Director. Uh, And and another writer as well. And another writer as well? Sweet. Yeah, I think 
I want to say Scott Evans, but I could be very wrong. Scott Evans. It was another like a white boy name. Like it was just like <laughs> generic white boy number twelve. Scott Todd Evans. Phillips. I can see Todd Phillips being like a like a New Orleans black guy. Hey, that's Todd Phillips over there. Yeah, but I he's can not. See that. <laughs> but instead, he's like a, a, a Scott Evans white, white boy. boy name. White boy. Yeah, one hundred percent. But Todd, but Todd Phillips, Phillips instead is it could be anybody, but instead he is a. a, a white man who thinks that comedy doesn't exist anymore. now i knew this was gonna come up uh before we talk about this um i met todd phillips once and like really not like other like i had like a full conversation with him on was Christmas it about the Day. hangover three and how bad it was ah hangover it's better than over two uh yeah no he hangover was... three and two are both bad so i don't know what you're talking about like, hangover three is fine hangover hangover one three jumps incredible. the shark so badly it's a bit insane Hangover 2 is just the same. It has funny yeah. bits, but it's just the same. And Hangover 3 is... I, you know me. I respect it. I, I just don't want to call it bad, but there are... It's 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 meandering. I don't think I said it right. It's it's a meandering... Meandering, meandering movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was on Christmas Day. He was visiting like his like sister or brother. And if anyone's been to a movie theater that i work at. i still don't want to say even though i don't work there but just in case someone tries <laughs> to get me um, <laughs> it, it's three letters of the alphabet <laughs> it, is. it is uh i yeah and there's us it's seven floors and it's only you can only take an escalator up and we were both going to the seventh floor and we just had a lovely conversation about christmas i was sick but he was just like eh, aren't we all sick um <laughs> I had like strep. This throat. society is sick. <laughs> um, Man, we sure do live in a society. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Joker, oh, twenty nineteen. Jeez, Sam. Sam, if you're gonna do this now, pause on Tom Phillips. Sam, if you're I'm gonna sorry. do this. I'm now. sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. not saying. I'm not saying doing that. I'm saying that statement. If you're gonna like, we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, we had a lovely conversation. Whoa. We'll have a, we'll, Whoa. We had a lovely conversation. Um, I think Andrew's already heated. I don't think Joaquin is locked in for director. And I also said this about Bradley Cooper last year, so who knows? Um, it might be a, a Ang Lee for Gemini Man. Who knows? He might win. Uh, Todd Phillips. I took a knee after I saw this movie. That was... I did not think he had it in him. I know you don't think he did. But uh, for me, I thought it was absolutely incredible. Uh, I'll first start off with a complaint I had, much like last year with uh, your one of your favorite movies, um, Skater Boys. Mid nineties. Mid nineties. Um, I wish there was more of him. It. it didn't feel like Martin Scorsese directed this movie, which I really liked, but the beats were very Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, which I understand why he did it. I understand how, like, I get it, and I appreciate it. I think in some aspects it works a lot and elevates this film, but I just wish he brought more of himself, much like Jonah Hill. Um, yeah. But besides, uh, like, I think the way 
he directed each scene the way the door scene when he kills the guy who gave him the gun is one of the best directed scenes I've seen all year. It is incredible to to walk that line of that nervous chuckle to is he gonna kill this guy? Is he not? It, it, it for me at least I don't know because yeah I just I just thought that was incredible, incredible, incredible. But Sam, what did you think? I really didn't like it. I thought here's okay. So I know because the director has a lot of say in, in other stuff, the use of music in the first half ish of this movie, I thought was done really well. And then they kept using music, but it just, the way that it was playing, I thought didn't really work. And they used the same song like five times. And I was just sort of like, I get it. That's life. I understand. Um, fucking we live in a society Todd I understand uh, so I, I yeah I don't know I wasn't I felt that the taxi driver beats and, and the Martin Scorsese-ness of it um, did not elevate this film it, it made it feel like a shitty like off brand Martin Scorsese and I really didn't like that I was like just uh, no if I want to watch Taxi Driver, I'll go watch Taxi Driver. I don't need to watch Taxi Driver, but bad. Like, um, and especially because Joaquin was in Taxi Driver, but it was still good last year with You Were Never Really Here. Oh, okay. I was like, what, Sam? Taxi Driver's 43 years old. Yeah, I know. But oh, okay. I thought you, you Were Never Really he Here is in Taxi no, Driver. No, no, no. That's what I thought you said. I was just like, no. and the bit no. of me was also like, as a baby? When is there a baby? <laughs> When is there a baby in Taxi Driver? <laughs> no, Joaquin did a Taxi Driver movie that was really good. I, I don't I, like it wasn't my favorite movie of the year or anything, but you were never really here like is Taxi Driver, but new and really good and different. Um, and this just felt like a shitty ripoff of it all. Um, and I felt that that I saw a tweet that I very much that at first I thought was just a funny joke. But I really understand what they mean, which was um, the Joker is the movie that you get if you set out to make uh, a movie that is a poster on a college dorm room. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And then I saw it and I was like, and I was like, oh, shit, they're not wrong. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like for me, the directing felt like a director who was trying to do something bigger than himself, but ultimately failed. Um, And in the meantime, created something that I think is irresponsible to have made. Um, Yeah, that's, that's what I'll say on Todd Phillips for now. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> Justin, how dare you get an email? Um, I just don't think it's a coincidence that the Joker literally shoots Travis Bickle in the face in this movie. I just don't think that's coincidence. I think there is a meta through line through this movie. Personally, I think there is the actual story 
then mm. there's a meta film through line through this movie. Then there's a meta just Batman story, comic book story. Uh, how it plays with different ideas and how it really stayed true with the Joker. If he has to have an origin, he'd prefer it to be multiple choice. Um, yeah, so I just think it, there's just a lot of smart things for me in the movie that I just really, really enjoyed. Now, okay. I, we can't get away from it. Plus, I kind of want to talk to you about it. Uh, let's talk about his tweet, and we'll just do it real quickly because this is probably going to be a long one, folks. Um, <sighs> I just want to know your opinions, and then I'll share mine. <laughs> ha- just because people don't like The Hangover 3 doesn't mean comedy is dead, guy. Like, come on. There's mm-hmm. so much good comedy happening. There's so much good comedy existing. And, like, you can see the kind of comedy that he thinks is funny in this movie because he puts it in there so blatantly. And it's not funny in the movie. And, it, like, no one in my theater was laughing at any of it because it doesn't work because it's not funny. It's not good comedy. And just the fact that, like, I don't know. Just someone saying, like, oh, I'm at, try to be funny in, these days. It's like people are actively being funny these days. And you're just, just because people don't, like your shitty brand of comedy doesn't mean like that comedy is dead. I, I get that. I, for me, the phrase, he, he, I felt like I, I'm not him. I felt like he phrased it wrong. Um, of course there's, there's Fleabag. There's, there's the bash bros. There's, there's book smart. In my opinion, there was good boys. There was, there's a bunch of good comedy out there. John Mulaney, Big Mouth, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Good Place. There's a lot of good uh, stuff. Marvelous but, Mrs. Maisel. Like, but we can't act like, not just last month, Dave Chappelle didn't get accosted for two weeks on the internet. Like, we can't act like that didn't happen. I'm not I saying that that didn't what happen. what he means. I get where people are like, I'm just trying to amuse people, t- take things make it light, just joke around, and then I'm public enemy number one. I get what he means. I see where he's coming from. Um, I just didn't like the way he phrased it. Uh, But I totally, totally, again, I don't necessarily disagree. Um, But yeah, that's, that was our, that was my two bits on that that tweet. But uh, I guess, yeah. Now, because me and Sam can get heated on movies sometimes. This is like... Oh, we've already that. both gotten heated this episode, and it's like, we have to keep like getting heated, and then like, okay, uh-huh. let's calm down, let's chill out a bit, we gotta keep going, and then we're gonna get angry, and then we're gonna... So, we, we're trying something, I'm just gonna tell you why I love this movie, and then we're gonna talk about it, then we're gonna talk about why Sam hates this movie, and then talk about it. So I hope Here's that's the, here, Okay, before we get into that, I don't... I think the movie itself, like is just a mediocre movie. It is the implications of the movie, not the implications, maybe that's the wrong word. The I get the social what you standing mean. of the movie that I think is bad and irresponsible. I just I So, but ju- I just wanted to preface that before we got into like Sam hates this movie. Andrew loves this movie. It's not that I hate the movie, it's that I hate the thing that it is doing. Okay. If that makes sense. So, yeah, so that makes complete sense. And again, I love the thing it's doing. So, we'll, we'll, yeah. But again, we'll talk, we'll be talking. That's the podcast. Oh, no, we're going to be like this. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We will be off link. 
We'll be uh, off kilter, off sync. Off sync, off kilter, off lake. Uh, I think this movie is just so important because, I mean, some would say it's happening now, but in a few years, I feel like this will soon be the world. Um, it, it, this movie isn't a, a manifesto for, for people, specifically white people, white men, to white men to go out and be vigilantes. This movie frowns upon it. I, there's a lot of movies where I'll say, hey, it's up to your interpretation. It's up to your interpretation, man. It means whatever you want. That's art. That's beautiful. If you think that, you did not watch this movie correctly. That's just... that. There, there is the way the score builds up to him standing on that cop car doing the blood smile. The way the he shoots Robert De Niro. The the language like it's it's October Sam. That scarf is is flowing in the wind. The language of cinema, you do not agree with this guy. But like Fight Club and, and Wolf of Wall Street and and Taxi Driver and so many other movies, of course you can misinterpret it. And if someone does do something stupid because of this movie, they could also do something stupid because of John Wick. But John Wick is a fantasy. They misread that movie. If you watch John Wick and go, yo, I should kill people. That is cool. I could get a black suit, that skinny black tie, get my long Keanu, Keanu Reeves hair. Yo. If you think that, you watch the movie wrong. That's not, was, that was not its purpose. The purpose of this movie, it's a cautionary tale. We, we cannot, it's what we talk about for the past couple episodes. The 1%, people, people in impoverished places being disvalued. The society, yes, because we do live in a society, not caring about most of its people. And if we don't answer for this, if we don't change this, if we keep turning a blind eye and blaming our that was this close. That was about to I blur. wanted it to I happen so bad, to... Andrew! <laughs> Blaming a movie for for things that haven't even happened. Fear-mongering on the news. I work in a movie theater now and in Times Square. Yeah, a reason why I had a bad week is everywhere I went, someone was telling me, oh man, you might get shot. Oh man, you might get exploded. I get that. I mean, unless we change some things, which we should, that could happen anywhere, at any time. I could be sitting in Judy, and it's it's is as likely. But what are we gonna do? Are we gonna blame a movie? <sighs> I meant to talk about the technical stuff, but it just kind of just slithered into the. That's other okay. Side. I apologize. No, um, don't apologize. I love it. I love when you get angry. It's the opposite of the Hulk. I, I love it when you're angry. I love it. That's my secret cap. I'm only angry like four times in a year. Um, <laughs> oh no, alien spaceship! Whoa! Uh, 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 yeah, I don't want to go long-winded. 
what 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 what's your two bits on what I said, and then we'll go to your. Thing. Okay, so. <sighs> okay. Uh... <laughs> I know it's loaded. We can take it's it a bit lot. by bit. I. So, you're saying that the like we shouldn't blame the movie for for the actions of of people, um, but we also agree on the fact that like art is powerful and yes. art is influential, and art can inspire people to do different things, good or bad. Yes, right? we agree on that statement. Of course, yes. Art can make you know. There are stories of people who saw Rent and they accepted their gay children after that. Like, that's a thing that happened. Like, yes. Um, art can be very powerful in those ways. And for a movie like this to, again, in my opinion, be a, a mediocre film that feigns greatness... Um, and and will gladly be interpreted by many as great um, as it is for you, but but the rest of the statement doesn't apply to you because I know you're an intelligent human being. <laughs> yes, um, and whatever I say, does it doesn't. I'm not being like Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't understand the movie, Sam. <laughs> yeah. the SpongeBob thing. It, it... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't understand. Couldn't watch the. <laughs> Um, oh sorry so, so no it's okay um so like i think i think this movie is just irresponsible to have uh, to have been released in the time that it's being released mm-hmm. i think if if this maybe had been released a couple of years ago, a couple of years in the future, we don't know what's going to happen. I might be a bit more okay with with it existing, but as it stands right now, we um, it, this movie is is talking to uh, a guy who feels shunned by society, who feels like. He is forgotten, feels like there needs to be change. And it says, you can change those. You can change things. Like, you have the power to do that. If you go murder a bunch of people and you instigate chaos in a in a time of tension, of extreme tension, which is exactly where the States is at, where Canada's at, where Hong Kong is at. Like, there are huge things happening in these countries. In the three, like, and in the in the UK with Boris Johnson and Brexit and everything. Like, in the four countries that consume the most out of, uh, of movies, that's factual. It's China, then America, then the UK, and then Canada, I think. No, that's, and yeah, then, that's, and then, and then like, then South Latin Korea. America. And, and Latin America. Latin yes. America, then South Korea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the four, like... Off the top yeah. of my head. It's okay. <laughs> I love it. So the four biggest, like, media-consuming, movie-consuming countries 
are all in a time of high tension. Of high tension. You have the 2020 election right around the corner. We have an election this month. Hong Kong has been protesting for months now. Like Boris Johnson just got elected into the into the UK Parliament as their premier or their prime minister. Sorry. And this movie is is saying, take a look around you. Everything's really tense and and scary right now, right? You can you can change that. You can do something, and and change that in whatever way you want. And the way it's doing it is idealizing this guy who sort of accidentally falls into this heroic role for those um, marginalized people. Um, and I think that is irresponsible, despite the rest of it, despite what this movie is is trying to talk about. That is what the majority of people are going to see in this film. Um, and there are some other stuff that I don't like about like it, the way it equates protests with riots and that sort of stuff I, I i'm very against um and now i feel like i've completely lost my train of thought and i completely I, disregarded everything that you said and i didn't mean to do that i sort of went off on a different thing no 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 <laughs> it's cool this yeah 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 so i hope that makes sense in response to what you said i mean i get what you mean but i just like Who's Firefest? Billy McFarland, that's his name. Yeah. Think he did see Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, he one hundred percent did. But like I, but here's but the... is Wolf of Wall Street to blame for Firefest? No, but 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 this is but that's different. Again, like we talked about this last week, we saw consequences for his actions, which were very prevalent. Very prevalent. In Fight Club, he he shoots Tyler Durden. He shoots himself to kill Tyler Durden. He kills the thing that's been doing all this stuff. You see that, like, your hero goes, oh, no, this is bad. But in Fight Club, it's inevitable. Like, it's already happened. He can't stop it at that point. Wolf of Wall Street, we see the consequences very actively every time he does something. Um, Taxi Driver, you know, is is just a better film. And it understands what it's doing <laughs> really well. Um I haven't seen, I've only seen Taxi Driver once, so I can't speak to like the nuance of it, I guess. Um, you Were Never Really Here is very Taxi Driver in, in its nuance, um, but it's like different. It's it's really good. Um, and, and this movie just sort of makes him a hero at the end. Like, like he stands up on this cop car and all these like thousands of people are cheering him on, like cheering on this man who, who, killed somebody on live tv to start riots across a city like it's it's just the and it's shot like he's this like almost like godlike figure to these people they're all wearing his face and they're all you know they save him from from the cop car and yes all this different stuff like it's it's just sort of i don't know the framing of of those moments like really made me upset and the fact that like I could keep going, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> this is where I say this movie isn't for everyone. Yes, if you, you know, if you don't like movies that make you feel a little icky after when you walk out, and I don't mean to minimize it. I don't mean, like, ooh, a little icky, but, like, you don't feel good walking out. Yeah, this movie isn't for you, but also, like, hey, I'm being real. If you have friends out there and you know them, 
you should think about like, hey, maybe you shouldn't see Joker because they're there. This movie isn't for everyone to see, but some people do need to see this because again, unlike Fight Club and even Taxi Driver and and movies like that that we're comparing it to, I think that moment is this could happen. Look at this. Look at this. Isn't this awful? If you if you watch this movie and again you see this decline, you're like, yeah, the government did take away his therapist and his medication. He's off his medication, not by choice. Um, you see how people people who are very fortunate and have privilege treat this guy. You see where you see where this happens, and if we don't change, this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna have a bunch of crazy people cheering on another crazy person. So we need to change. And I feel like the importance of and my thing with justice saying he is idolizing good, because a lot of people would say that everyone he killed you get it but I feel like the movie here's the thing and I feel like the movie's like understands that so what do we do he kills his new therapist so we're like okay so he's evil he is an evil man because also he's the Joker and existed for 80 years so yeah he's an evil evil man and also, again, if you're watching the movie, he, for everyone who's like, well, actually, no, they all deserve, he kills selfish, selfish, selfishly. One thing when you were talking about it where you could say, hey, you can change the world. You see that tensions are high and you can change it. But guess what? You could just dress up like a bat and just beat up a bunch of people it's also batman too you can also compare it to batman and a lot of other superheroes and that's the slippery slope that this movie is trying to say i and i get what you're saying because there are people who see this is where rating systems need to be better as sam knows sometimes something happens and just i get mad about a bunch of things Rating systems need to be better and truly get the target audience to know who to market to and know so media doesn't go into the wrong hand and someone who sees it doesn't go, oh, I get it. I mean, how many high school kids have seen Fight Club and it's just made a super toxic, yeah, toxic masculinity, but just also a toxic bro culture because they solved Fight Club when they were nine. People, I, do, I, I don't think the rating system has anything to do with that. Like People are going to see movies no matter what. We've talked about that before. That is true. We do have the internet. I mean, but again, this is where I just think, again, not censoring, not, but just we need to... Art is a great expression. We're both, we both love art. We, we yeah, love we do a whole theaters. podcast about it. Exactly. So I don't want to limit that, but some people should just not see some things. And yeah, I but you that. can't like that's but like as much as we say that we can't stop that that person who were like, oh, this person shouldn't go see the Joker. We can't tell them to not go see the Joker. So do we tell artists not to make art? 
No, but I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying anything about that. I just want to like like I'm okay with the movie existing. Just it comes out it, the fact that it exists right now. I think is the is the problem. If this had come out three years ago, this is a different story. If this comes out three years in the future, it might be different. Like the fact that it's coming out right now, and the fact that like when the dude shot Robert De Niro, people started clapping in my theater. Like, stuff like that, I was like, this is not good. This is not a time for this to be existing. There was an election. There were two huge elections around the corner. There are protests that are actively turning violent in a, in a, a country. Like, this is not the time to make this movie. This is not the time to release this movie. Because, honestly, I don't have a big problem with the movie itself. Like, the scenes and stuff, I don't have any problems with them. I don't think... Todd Phillips is a bad director in, of this movie. I just think that the fact that this movie exists and that and it is shot and made the way that it is currently in its current form and released the day that it was released is where I come into more issue with it. I don't have an issue with the movie existing. I'm fine with watching this movie. I'm fine with people seeing this movie. I am not fine with people seeing this movie right now. I get that, but I just also think the lesson of it again i this movie is a cautionary tale and the way i view it it's a cautionary I don't, tale uh, uh, how is it cautionary because all because to me all it does is show a man slowly you know be more and more shunned by by system uh, systemic mm. bullshit and all that stuff and all that's bad i agree that all that stuff is bad and needs to change and all that sort of stuff and and but like you said it yourself. It's he, a voting he, year. Or next year's election year. I have an election coming Let's up in literally sure. three weeks, dude. It's not like make this sh- is happening. Make sure people in power use this power correctly. Make sure you are just kind. Just make sure you don't just look at a guy and just go, eh, stupid butthead. But it's not, it doesn't do anything to say those things it just shows the bad it doesn't show that like i think if you're trying to be a cautionary tale it, it has to show you the thing and then be like isn't this all bad but in this movie it's all framed as good it's all framed as he is a hero that he it, it doesn't treat it the movie isn't treating the joker like a villain whereas i think fight club after this after your first viewing and you watch it again because you need to watch that movie twice mm-hmm. Um, Fight Club, Taxi Driver, Wolf of Wall Street. You were never really here. It doesn't treat the people that you're watching as heroes. It understands that it's a, that that's a villain, and the movie itself treats them as such. This movie, obviously, people know that the Joker's a villain, but the movie isn't treating him like that. The movie is treating him like he's the savior of Gotham, and that's not good. And this is where. Again, I think that's interesting because, again, unlike those other movies, this character has existed for 80 years. And also, this leads me to another thing I wanted to talk about. What did you think about the Batman connections? I didn't like it. I thought it was sort of unnecessary. Um, like, I think... I, I, I wish that none of it was in there, like none of the Wayne stuff. Like, I would have been fine if it was just like, oh, yeah, Thomas Wayne is running for mayor. It's like, okay, cool. It's like a cool little Easter egg, quote unquote thing. Yeah. Not an Easter egg, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Nice reference. Yeah. But the fact that, like, I don't know. For me, 
I think the Joker as a character is more interesting if the Joker is a response to Batman, not Batman is a response to the Joker. Okay. Well, yeah. I was going to say what I like because at first I was like, oh, literally the fifth time in cinema and the fifth time in 15 years, or the fourth time in in 15 years that we see Thomas and Martha Wayne die. But I think where it works in this movie is... Also, why did it say Zorro the gay... Uh, the gay blade. What did it say that? Yeah, I didn't see like, that. Yeah, when they're when it like pans down, the marquee says Zorro the gay blade. <laughs> yeah, Todd Phillips comedy is fucking dead, <laughs> man. Guy, I, I didn't. Hear, I mean, I guess that's just the response to, I guess, a little joke because people say that Batman and Robin are gay so it's like ha 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 i yeah i mean i'm trying sorry to that was I, I jumped i jumped over you and i apologize no no you're totally cool uh pause remember what humor uh i think it's, it's remember a, what uh, i'll remember this part what humor okay. bothered you and what all the Oh, okay. We can talk about that later. Yeah. I, I know what you mean, but okay. you were just—you just said what humor, Sorry. and I was like, "What?" Uh, yeah, I was just like, "Remember what humor?" Uh, but going back to the Batman thing is that I, with great evil, inevitably, with great evil swiftly following it, great good will come. With the un, uh, unstoppable force, the immovable object will come. it's I think that is also a like don't worry things won't be bad forever Batman will happen I wish I had more time because maybe in like a week or two or six I can have a more (laughs) philosophical response to that but I feel like that's kind of the that's where I like the Batman reference because at first I was like oh are we doing this again 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 but I was like okay I get I pick up what you put down Batman's gonna like this will not happen forever because again good will come back. I had not um, I th- I yes. I guess I guess that comes down to like not only like our views on the world but also <laughs> just like how we interpreted the rest of the movie. Yeah. Cuz like for me it felt like um like, like to me, what, like all this stuff that you're talking about, like the meta ness of the of the movie and all that stuff, like it feels like you're reading into it a whole lot. Like I'm just like, it doesn't feel like it's all that deep, mm-hmm. but because you think that it's like the the homage and the Martin Scorsese ness of it, I think that's where your brain is at, and my brain is at like this is a shitty rip rip off of Scorsese, mm-hmm. and not an homage to his style. You know what I mean? I I get what you're saying, but I don't. So I think I, that's why, like, the our, I think that's, like, I don't know. I've just been thinking, okay. like, what is the thing that, that separates us at the beginning of this movie? Yeah. And it's, I noticed the Scorsese-ness, and I was like, oh, this is a shitty ripoff. And you were like, oh, this is an homage. Yeah. You know? And then that sort of sent us down these two different paths of our thinking of just the movie making, not the social impact. Uh-huh. Of just, just the, the actual filmmaking. I, yeah, yeah, I get that. You know? I get that. Um, 
But you want to talk about the humor yeah, that I didn't humor? like? Yeah, humor? Because I'm trying to... All the stand-up stuff? Like, you hear Todd Phillips write stand-up in this movie? And the late-night jokes that Robert De Niro says? All that stuff is in there. Todd Phillips put his comedy in there. I f- and it's never funny. I feel like those bits were supposed to be... Again, we're in the eyes of the Joker, and the Joker doesn't think that's funny. I don't think but, that but, was supposed but, to be funny. But it shouldn't it? But logically, shouldn't he be bad at comedy, and then everyone else that, and everyone that he's looking at be good at comedy? But none of them are good at comedy, and then he's also bad at comedy. And then they're like, look at this guy being bad at comedy, even though everyone else at the same club was also bad at comedy. I... I, I that that specific point I feel like just has I don't know that has no because I get what the effect was supposed to do I don't think that was Todd Phillips tried his best with his yuck yucks um, it felt like it was to me it felt like it like it was I mean like that he was putting in comedy to be like ah this is to show good comics like he's studying them. Like, he's literally there with a notebook writing down, like, what they're doing. That's not the point of that specific scene. He's that li- he's studying comedy? He's, he's, it's supposed to show of how, again, how much of a outcast he is. Everyone's laughing, and then he's laughing at the off parts. He, and maybe that's also another thing. Maybe the comedy is bad, and why is he studying these bad comedians? I just, but everyone is laughing, so they should be good. Like that's I mean, the thing. I like, dig cook too. <laughs> I think I just think that there, there's a lot. I don't think I don't think that Todd Phillips is it, again. This is where like I think Todd Phillips is is feigning greatness with this movie. I think he is imi- he is poorly imitating a good film. I just yeah I I disagree with that. But all right, then we got nothing else. <laughs> that's the end of the fucking podcast. All right. Well, I'm Andrew Thomas. No. Um, yeah. Is there is there anything else we want to chat about? I mean, I could keep I could we keep could going, keep but going. it's all just going to end up with you being like, "Well, I disagree," or me going, "Well, I disagree." So that's that's the end of the podcast, I guess. Like we don't like. Well, you said you didn't any... want to do. Th- you said you didn't want to undermine points by saying that, and now you're saying it. What's up with that? I just hey 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 who's who's undermining people with the oh Martha uh so hey look at this I apologized immediately <laughs> I apologize I didn't I didn't feel like I undermined I apologize that's okay but <laughs> try to be quick with the goof draw yeah. The 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 uh, plow one liner. This this podcast this ain't pod- big enough for the two of us. Blammo. But um, also, one last thing. I do have one more thing. Okay, let's talk about it. Sh- shame on you, news outlets. And I I said it earlier. News outlets. I. It's fear mongering. That's what this is. Oh, watch out for the Joker. I heard I, I'm a guy with a microphone and a computer, barely a computer. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's credible threats. I don't know. I'm not a part of the police force. I'm not a part of the FBI. I don't know. But the amount 
of just, oh, Joker, something's going to pop off this week. I better watch out. Better watch your six. Oh, my God. Arth- the theater I work at now had a had a bunch of security guards with metal detectors checking everyone. And I, I was like, but we did do this for it, which was equally packed, which also features a killer cloud. We did do this for What Spot Time in Hollywood, which also has violence, probably more violence than this movie. Uh, also, I can't lie. Here's a little goof. Here's a little goof before I let you go. I've, I was thinking of Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy a lot this weekend. There's this part where Rocket's building a bomb, and Peter Quill walks up to him, and he's like, what are you doing? And then Rocket says, I'm building a bomb. And then Peter Quill's like, why are you building a bomb? And then Rocket's like, don't worry, I'm going to put it in a box. And then Peter Quill says, what is a box going to do? I've been thinking about that a lot. But anyway, go on. Remember about 11 years ago, a movie came out that you really like. And a shooting happened at the opening night of that movie. The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. Remember remember that? When that happened? Remember when Batman v Superman came out? Featuring Batman? Or Suicide Squad? Featuring Joker? I, I, look, dude, I'm just saying I don't think you should be goofing as much. On, like, I, I don't know. I think it's understandable maybe i haven't seen i don't watch the news so i don't fucking i don't know oh. what all the stuff was i i i'm sure that there was some exaggerations and there was some fear-mongering but like i don't know i'm always nervous at any movie theater at any big opening event i'm always nervous that's but that's my point i just think doing this for this film i just don't i, I get, get it. it i understand i think it's because of the stuff that i don't like about this movie because of the past hour of conversation that we've had. I don't... The house that Jack built also came out last year. I just... I... Yeah, but I know exactly two people who saw that movie. And it's you and my manager at, at my old job. I just, it, like, that's it. That's everybody I know who saw that movie. Whereas I know a lot of people who've gone to see Joker this weekend. I just, I just, I really, I've talked about this on the podcast on here. I just don't like when people scare people, and more than likely, it's for a buck because Joker may have a shooting, a lot of clicks that has a lot of clicks, and again, there was it that was pretty full, and it's gonna make about pretty much more than the same, more of the same than it, or What's Upon a Time in Hollywood, or these other violent. R-rated films, and I just think if you're gonna do that, then do it for every. It just, I think it's just. Dumb. I don't. I think it's stupid. I don't think that it's just for violent R-rated films. I think it's very specifically because it's the Joker, and it is a movie about the Joker. And I think those people are like, oh, I get it. That character is is all about chaos and and bat and doing crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a movie about him in a time where people do a lot of crazy shit and ensue chaos. I get it. I, I, I'm sure it was exaggerated on the news and all that stuff, but like I get the the worry of it. Well, that was my two cents. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah. But any, anything? 
anything that but then we're done with the joker maybe during Oscar yeah, season I'm, who knows <laughs> but i never ever want to think about this movie ever again <laughs> um and i know i know exactly i know i'll probably think about it a couple times this week when people ask me if i saw it mm-hmm. and then i'll say yeah i did a, a podcast about it if you want to hear my thoughts please listen because i don't want to talk about it <laughs> And then I know that I'll think about it when we do tips and tops at the end of the year because it'll be on your list. Um, and then I'm guessing I'll have to think about it again when we do the Oscars episode because you'll talk about it again then. And at the nominations. The no- so I know those couple times I'll have to think about this movie. But other than that, I'm just going to not think about this movie. <laughs> well. That's pretty much it. Do, do, do. Uh, do you have any any last any uh, final quick thing? I, I think it's a really 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 good movie. I think it's one of the best of the year. It's not my favorite, but I do truly think it's one of the best, if not the best. We'll see what November and December have and October. Um, but yeah, I I recommend it. Go with caution, but I do truly recommend this movie, Joker. <laughs> Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on all the social medias that I use. Can I do your bit? You want to do it? Sure, let's do yeah. it. Uh, you can find Andrew in a fridge. <laughs> Full Indiana Jones. Forget Full. Joker. Full Indiana Jones. <laughs> Full Indiana Jones in a fridge. Uh, you can find the podcast. What? Kid used to do that. That, that yeah. was the joke. That's why they're magnetic now. Exactly. That kid used to yeah. just go like, oh, I'm hot. Clunk, clunk. Yeah. And then die. And then die. Horrible. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. You can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod on all the social medias that we use, namely Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you can also find all the links to our different places on welcomebackpod.com. Um, you can uh, follow us on all those things. You can review the track. Uh, or the podcast on on all the different things. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, and Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all the, all those different things. Um, you can also do another thing. Tell your friends. Tell, tell all your friends. your friends. Tell the Justice League. Tell your super friends. <laughs> tell everyone. Hey, listen. All 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 we need is to be better. And to be better, put a little salmon hedger in your life. Put a little Put a little Sam and Andrew in your coffee. Um, oh no, what does it go? Uh the Forger song. The, the the coffee song. There's an entire song. You see the commercials with the I'm sure I have, but children. I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Yeah. It's a very famous Christmas. Every commercial. kiss begins with K. <laughs> 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 <laughs>